Hello everyone and Namaskar. Today's discourse is titled Satgurum Tang Namami and this is the sixth discourse in the compilation titled Who is the Real Guru? Today the remaining portion of yesterday's discourse will be completed. Ekang Nityang Vimalam Achalang Sarva Disha Chibutam Bhavatitang Triguna Rahitang Satgurum Tang Namami I offer my salutation to the Satguru who is one without a second, who is ever permanent, ever steadfast, ever spotless, the witness of all beyond the scope of thought, and free from the influence of the triple principles, ekangnityam, regarding any supra-psychic entity and any cosmological entity, either attributional or non-attributional, we cannot say whether it is one or more than one, because that entity is beyond the scope of any sort of demonstration. We cannot say this or that regarding any cosmological entity, so it is futile to say one or two or three or four. But when one wants to ensconce oneself in him, one is to get one's mind pointed, one's mind pinnacled. And that's why, when there should be one-pointedness, the only numeral adjective or article that can be used for him is one. That is why here in this sloka, it has been said, Ekang Nityam, it is a singular entity. Ekam does not mean singular entity. Ekam means that when one is to come in contact with him, one's mind is to be brought to one point. Nityam. In this universe, within the universe and without the universe, wherever there is any flow, and actually everywhere there is flow, and when that flow concerns macrocosm or microcosm, it is something expressed. And when it does not concern any microcosm or macrocosm, in that case, it is not expressed. But the flow is still there. When the flow is there, but that flow does not come within the periphery of microcosm or macrocosm, that entity is called Nityam. So not only Saguna Brahma or Taraka Brahma, but also Nirguna is Nityam. In common language, we may use the word non-metamorphic for Nityam. That is, Nityam means that undergoes no change. Anything undergoing no change is Nityam. It was, it is, and it will be. And Anityam means undergoing changes, according to changes in time, space, and person. That supreme entity who teaches the world the secrets of spirituality is one and Nityam. Vimalam Achalam. Achalam means strong, erect mountain-like. Vimalam means spotless, that is, a lofty, mountain-like, spotless personality is Vimalam Achalam. The comparison is with Achalam, because just as in this world of relativity it appears that the mountains do not move, similarly, the cardinal spiritual principles do not move, and the entity representing those cardinal spiritual principles is treated as if it were a mountain, not moved, not moving, not shaking, not deviating from its principles. So Vimalam Achalam. Sarva Disha Chibutam. Now in the phase of Pratisanchara, the introversial phase, what happens? Crude entities get powdered down, and thus from matter, we get Chitta. From Chitta, we get Ahamkara. And from Ahamkara, we get Mahatattva. And that is the full development of mind, 
the complete development of mind, or microcosm. Now, even in so-called crude matter, there is mind in sleeping form. There is mind in dormant form. And because of it being in dormant form, we do not recognize it, because we do not feel its existence. That does not mean that mind is not there. Certainly it is there, but we fail to recognize it. The imperfection is in us, not in those forms of matter. So wherever there is mind, in developed form or undeveloped form, the reflection of Pratyagatma is certainly there. The reflection of Paramatma is certainly there. And that reflection is a Jivatma. Now, where the Jivatma has not developed or has not taken its proper form, what happens? Pratyagatma directly performs the functions of the Jivatma. And where the Jivatma has developed to some extent, there the functions of the Jivatma are performed directly by the Jivatma and indirectly by Pratyagatma. And this is the case with human beings also. In human beings, the Jivatma is far more developed than in any other creature because the mind is far more developed than any other creature. That is why human beings are called Manusya or Manaba. Mana plus U plus Shna equals Manaba. The entity where mind dominates and not matter. Sarvadisha Shibutam, that is, he is the witnessing entity of all minds, developed, undeveloped, or underdeveloped. And whatever any mind does, crude or subtle, developed or underdeveloped or undeveloped, he knows it. He is the witnessing entity. So whether something be crude, inanimate, undeveloped, like trees, bushes, herbs and plants, underdeveloped, like a cow, a monkey, or a dog, or developed like a human being, whatever its mind does is known to him. Nobody can do anything secretly, and nothing done by anybody remains coverted or secret. He is Sarvadisha Shibutam, and because he is Sarvadisha Shibutam, people have one advantage and one disadvantage. The disadvantage is that you cannot do anything secretly. Whatever you do or think is known to him. Nothing remains secret. This is a disadvantage because he knows whatever you do and whatever you think. And what is the advantage? That as he sees everything, he is always with you. You are never alone. This is the advantage. Sarvadisha Shibutam. Na Bhavatitam. Shuddha Sattva Bije Sadba Prema Suryam Shumyabak Ruchi Vishi Chitta Mashnya Kridasao Bhava Uchate That which makes one extremely pure and sentient, which causes the sun of love to shine, which makes the mind clean-surfaced and soft owing to the spiritual effulgence, is called Bhava. Bhava has something to do with two entities. One, the sentimental flow of the microcosm, and the other, the perennial flow of spirituality. In English, you should not say spiritualism for adhyatmikata. You should say spirituality, because spiritualism means something to do with ghosts, etc. Pretatatwa. The correct term is spirituality. The parallelism between the sentimental flow of the microcosm and the perennial flow of spirituality is what's called bhava. Shuddha sattva, visheshatba, prema suryang, shushamyabak, ruchi vish, chita, Marsnya Kridasao Bhava Uchate Bhava Bhavatitam 
Beyond the arena of Bawa is his position, that is, he himself is above the position of Bawa. That is why here it has been said, Bawa Titam. Bawa can come up to him and knock at the door, but cannot enter the palace. That's the thing, just knock at the door, but cannot go within. Bawa Titang Triguna Rahitam. You know that in the triangle of forces, where equipoise is maintained before creation, there is no manifestation. As long as the equipoise is maintained, as long as the equilibrium is maintained among the three binding principles, sentient, mutative, and static, there cannot be any manifestation. The nominal cause remains as it is, but when that equipoise is lost, the flow of maya comes out of one of its vertices, and the creation starts. So Paramashiva, or the Sadguru, or Taraka Brahma, are beyond the scope of Gunatrikona, that is, the triangle of forces. In their cases, the Gunatrikona maintains its equipoise and equilibrium. Hence, he is Triguna Rahitam, Prabhu Misha Mani Shamashesha Gunam, Gunahinam Maheshagana Bawaranam. O Lord, Thou art the controller of everything, Prabhu Misha Manisham, but there is nobody to control you, Prabhu Misha Manimashe Shagunam. Your gunas are beyond the scope of counting. Nobody can count how many gunas there are in you. I told you that once many disciples of the Lord assembled at a particular place and requested Kavipad Madanta to write a poem on the gunas of the Lord, to say what the Lord is like. Please compose a poem, they asked. Kavi Padmadanta said, Asita Giri Samam, Shat Kajalang, Sindhu Patre, Surataru Bawaras, Shaka, Lekani, Patra Murbi, Likati, Yadi, Kritawa, Sharada, Sarva Kalang, Tatapi, Tava, Gunamisha, Parang, Nayati. Kavi said, By the way, Kavi doesn't mean poet. In Sanskrit, Kavi means Satyadrasta, seer of truth. To write about his gunas in a proper style, what are the minimum requirements? You know the ink tablet you get in the market. If that ink tablet is just like the mighty Himalayas, so big, and so many oceans become the ink pot, and if a branch of the heavenly Parijata tree is used as a pen, and if this vast lithosphere, that is, the earth, is used as paper, and the goddess of learning, Sarasvati herself writes and writes for an infinite period. Even then, the gunas of the Lord cannot be written. Gunahina Mahesha Gana Baranam. Now you see, each and every Devi and Devata has so many ornaments. Here an earring, here a necklace, so many bracelets, here a crown. But our Lord, Paramapurusha, has only one ornament. His disciples are his ornament. Bhavatitang Triguna Rahitang Sadgurung Tang Namami. What is the Sadguru? Guru, you know, means dispeller of darkness. Gu means darkness, and Ru means dispeller. The man who taught you Alif Be Be Te or A A K K was also a Guru. The man who taught you how to fight was also a Guru. The man who taught you how to cook was also a guru. So many gurus. And what is a sadguru? The man who initiated you in Vaidiki Diksha was also a guru. 
Vaidiki Diksha means this. In ancient India, there were two types of Diksha. First, a boy used to get Vaidiki Diksha. Vaidiki Diksha is to request God, request the Lord, to show on the path. And after a long time, when the Lord is satisfied, he arranges for Tantriki Diksha. Ananda Marga Diksha is Tantriki Diksha. Now those who initiate in Vaidhi Kachara, Vaidiki Diksha, are also Gurus. So what is the Sadguru? The word Sat means that which undergoes no change. In modern Sanskrit, Sat means good and a Sat means bad. But in Vaidika Sanskrit, Sat means that which undergoes no change. Nasa Dashinmo Shadashita Danim Nasi Drajo No Bhyoma Paroyat Kima Variwa Kuha Kasya Sharmanamba Kimashi Daganang Gabiram Sat Now the entity by whose grace one comes in contact with Sat, the non-changeable entity that is, the non-changeable stance the non-changeable nuclear entity around which so many electrons move that entity, or rather that framework through which Paramapurusha is working or Taraka Brahma is functioning is the Sadguru. Sadgurung Tang Namami, I do my Nama before you at your altar. October 11, 1978, Patna, India. Thank you.